Group. The following is a sponsored program paid for by Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group. Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, everyone. It's Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning, Remax, Remux, whatever you want to call us, I guess. We'll stick it's, with Remax. It's not Monday, is it? <laughs> no, it is well, not. Well, the summit. Saturday. And the forecast is sunny on a weekend. I, I assumed it was Monday with the sunshine, so. Yeah, that's the truth. It is going to be a nice weekend and a whole nice week ahead of us. So it's here. Got to enjoy it. Uh, summer, enjoy well, it. June's what? Two weeks? Two weeks from June, not even? I don't, yeah, I don't think it's even two weeks. Today, 21, yeah, 10 days. Yeah, yeah, two weeks, two weeks, less inside two weeks. And the busy summer season will be upon us. You know, I imagine normal, you've already been busy. Yeah, and normally in real estate, you know, we're super busy March, April, May, and things settle down a little bit in June. But I feel like it's different this year, and I feel like we're ramping up. And I feel like March was good. April was better, May was better, and I think June is going to be better. So I feel like we are ramping up, and I think we're going to stay pretty busy throughout the summer. As long as people keep putting their houses on the market, we're going to keep selling them. You know, last week we talked that overall home sales were down by 23% year over year, but inventory was down 25%. So if you do the math, home sales were actually up 2%, right? Right. Yeah, if we if you, talk about what we had to sell. Right. I get it. Yeah. So so it's a good market and we just need more homes. And I have been working my butt off going to lots of listing appointments. And actually, a few of them have come from listeners from this show. I'm so excited to say one of them hit the market today and um, has 14 showings scheduled. Oh, my and goodness. When I asked him where he met me, he told me he listens to me on the radio every Saturday morning. So I was honored. Well, thanks for listening as well. That's fantastic. That's a great way, great message to get too, right? Hey, by the way, 14 yes. showings already. Yeah. Oh, he's thrilled. You know, he said, how do you think this is going to go? I said, well, I'm just going to tell you, make yourself scarce this weekend because there's going to be people swarming your house. And then by the end of the weekend, we can choose the best offer and then it'll be done. And it's going to turn out exactly that because I already have had two agents notify me saying that they will be sending over offers. Oh, neat. Yeah. So it's good. That is a fast turnaround. That's fantastic. And you know, that's the thing is if the houses are, well, and of course that to be fair, that house is 260,000. So it's in that sweet spot. Perfect spot. Yes. But I also had one that hit the market yesterday that, um, actually got a full price offer yesterday. So it didn't even last a day. And it was, um, you know, a very good offer and cash and the sellers are going, I mean, the sellers were just thrilled to death with it. So, so are these, are these well-maintained homes? Was that part of the whole? Very well-maintained. You know, yeah. that's, that's so important. The one, the one that's um, got all the showings today. Now that fella, he has lived in that house for 30 plus years. Our listener, Paul is his name. He has lived in that house for 30 plus years and he has taken care of it like a homeowner should. 
And because of that, he is going to maximize his profits. You know, the other folks built the house. They're the one and only owner and they kept it very, very nice. But truth be told, they had pets and they had kids. Oh, sure. You know, the house was showing some wear and tear. So I had suggested maybe some new paint and some new carpet. And boy, oh boy, what a difference that made. And they did it. And they said, boy, we're sure happy we did that, Robin, because here we are. Great offer day one. Yeah, and you know, you live in the house, so things are going to happen. And that house, in the house is in the high. That house is in the high fives, so yeah. that's not necessarily in that sweet spot um, where all most of the majority of the buyers are. But when I you know I think of maintenance, I think of you know, kept the exterior in good shape, the roof in good shape, kept the, their decks in good shape, yeah, the, all of those things. Yeah, I mean the stuff that happens while you're a lot, you know. Like pets. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. You just yes. put new flooring down. That's part of the deal. So Okay. So you know what? You're actually bringing me uh, to an article that I have for today that I want to talk about. It is called Eight Strategies for Maintaining Your Home as an Asset. Oh, excellent. Because how many times have you heard me say, your house is the bank account that you live in. <laughs> it is my tagline, guys. Because your house truly is the bank account that you live in. I mean, it is the way you're going to build wealth. It's what's going to take you to retirement. The folks that um, that sold the house yesterday in the high fives, they've already purchased a home where they've relocated to. And they were just planning on having a mortgage until they sold this house. And she told me that they are absolutely thrilled because now with the sale of their Rochester home, they can... Instead of making their first mortgage payment when it's due on July 1st, they can pay off that mortgage. Wow, nice. So they are just excited. And I said, it's because you guys took great care of your house, treated it like a bank account, maintained it when it needed maintaining, you know, and now you sold it and boom, money, money in the bank. Yep. The, All right. The bank account, the savings account you live in paid off. Yes. So this says um, that, you know, sadly, the high profile failures of some of the banks have taught us a tough lesson. Right. And that lesson is managing your assets (laughs) and your home is typically your biggest asset. Not always, but for most people, it's typically their biggest asset. So I want to talk about the things that you can do to maintain your asset through regular maintenance and repairs. Homeowners ensure that their home continues to serve the intended purpose, right? Keeping up with routine maintenance tasks like cleaning out those gutters and inspecting the roof and servicing your HVAC systems. Those are going to help you prevent some costly repairs down the road and basically help to keep the value of the property up. Now, I have a, a friend. I like to call him a friend. I met him on a professional level, his name is Larry Adamson, and he owns True Home Inspections. And he now is offering an ongoing maintenance plan for people who just aren't keen on that. Hmm. I think it's a absolutely awesome idea. As a matter of fact, my husband has been saying it for the last 15 years, that it's something that people need and that we should start it. And I'm like, yeah, somebody else can start it because we got enough going on. <laughs> but anyway... Um, so if anybody wants to learn more about that, do call me about that because I think it's great. I actually sold a house last week that was nearly a million dollars 
And when the inspector was there, he found out that the filter to their whole um, um, house kind of, what is the name of that? HVAC? Oh gosh, draw- yeah, but I'm drawing a blank. It's the big square box. Furnace? Filters- no, no, silly. I'm not that. Oh, I'm not that oh, off. Oh, uh, air exchanger. Air exchanger. Thank you. Um, that one, the, they had never <laughs> one time changed the filter Ouch. or cleaned it. And so it was just filthy dirty. And these are two professionals, intelligent owners. And they're like, we would have never even known we had to, like never even dawned on us. So quick fix, you know, replace the furnace or replace the um, air exchanger filter. And we were good to go. But just those kind of things. So that's well, just a little. You and I are both aware of well, one of the horror stories about that was a homeowner who never changed the filter out on their furnace and the furnace filter was multiple years old and when it came time to sell the house the furnace couldn't pass inspection not because the furnace was bad it was just clogged up with gunk yeah yep it yep. needed a thorough cleaning and then the and thing fired just, right it, up yeah and people just don't they just don't know you know that some people just don't know and it seems like common knowledge to me, because this is what I do, this is my profession, but people who don't focus on houses and everything that makes them work, they don't. And so there are people out there that can do that for you if that's something that you need. Okay? But you have some of the list, but you want to hold off on the list until we do well, a break? Um, sure, we can do that. Okay. We'll do okay. a quick break and we'll talk more about strategies for maintaining your home, your asset. As an asset, as an asset. As an asset. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And uh, we've been chatting about maintaining your home as an asset. Correct. So To we get the be- most out of your asset. So we want to think about it as your bank account that you live in, right? So this is how do we make that bank account grow? So the next thing is uh, we talked about maintaining it. So what you have, keep it up, right? If you need to replace windows, replace the windows. If the appliances start breaking down, don't just make do. I mean, I've walked into houses and seen microwaves with door handles duct tape. Just get a new one (laughs) or get the handle replaced. Take care of it, guys. My mom, this is a funny story, true story. My mom had a <laughs> had a you know stove top. Yeah, had, it had two ovens on it, and the one oven after it broke, it became a uh, potato chip storage location. <laughs> well, hey, at least it still had a purpose. <laughs> uh, yeah, I tell you, it, it's just funny. Everybody has different priorities, but just maintain, maintain, maintain. There is something to do all the time. If you just have oh, yeah. a few, if you have a extra few hours on a weekend, just walk around with a can of paint and a paintbrush, hopefully the same color as you have. Nicks in the trim work. You know, I have white painted woodwork, as do a lot of you, and it just nicks up really yep. easily. So you just keep it nice. Anyway, 
to increase the value of that asset. Well, sometimes that's easier said than done. Some people buy a home that has an unfinished basement, and then after a few years of owning it, they can finish that off. Well, now they've just increased the value and clearly made their asset, you know, bigger and better. If that's not the case and the house is already completely finished, maybe it's things like updating things, you know, remodeling an old bathroom. There's always things that you, money that you can put into the house that are going to increase the value while other things are not. And people will call me and I say, please, if you have any questions at all, you buy the house today in 12 years from now, if you want to know if it makes sense to upgrade the kitchen or the bathroom, do not hesitate. Call me. I will be over. I will show you comps. I will show you what the other houses are priced at in the neighborhood so that we're not overindulging in expense to make yours too expensive for the neighborhood, those kind of things. So anyway... um, like I've heard, I think I've talked about this on the show recently. I have a house that's almost 20 years old. We built it in 2005 and we built it for what was in style in 2005. And we had black appliances. We had black granite. Um, our paint colors were kind of dark earth tone colors. The house was starting to look dated. Now, people would come in and say, oh, you don't need to do anything. It still looks beautiful. And I'm like, well, as a realtor, I'm telling people all the time, keep your house up to date, make those, you know, refresh it. So now I have um, a white steel appliances and a white kitchen and white quartz countertop. You got it. But now it's, and I already had white trim, I just had dark cherry cabinets, which haven't been painted yet. They're still dark cherry. I still have, well, they're natural cherry. I still have the, um, I have upgraded poles that match the stainless appliances. I have new backsplash and then the light cabinets or the light countertops. But anyway, the idea is just keep improving to increase your value. And the thing, with the, ca- the thing with the cabinets, you mentioned you have the natural wood still. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm still a believer that that's gonna, that's always a classic and it will be just fine. And and I've had to give in on that one. I wanted to paint them. I even actually wanted to paint them this call this color called caviar, which is like almost black. And Scott just about had a coronary, so <laughs> we we stopped there. It's okay. It's fine. It still looks updated and refreshed. And people come in and say, "Oh my gosh, you've redone your house!" And I haven't redone. I've painted and added a few different things. You know, different yep. lighting. That kind of thing. So whenever you can do renovations and upgrades, it's okay, especially if they make sense money-wise. Some things you can do that are not going to increase the value of your home. But guess what? If it's going to increase your enjoyment, it's not necessarily out of the question. Again, call if you have any questions about that. Um, I bet that depends on what's happening in the marketplace at that time because during the pandemic, it didn't matter, right? Exactly. That's exactly right. And um, insurance options. So there are insurance options that you can increase to um, protect your asset. Sometimes your homeowner's insurance doesn't cover everything that you might think it does. So I would suggest that you reevaluate your coverage, you know, at least each year and maybe sit down with your insurance agent. Sometimes I've had people run into problems like they ran into a sewer 
problem yep. that happened, but you know what I'm going to say, between the house and the street and, oh, darn, that's not covered by insurance and that's going to be a really expensive fix. Well, there is pretty doggone affordable insurance that oh, does yeah. cover those kind of things. So just know what you have for coverage so that you can protect your your asset the best you can. If something happens, it's not going to take money out of your savings to to fix it. Okay, I got to take a deep breath. I'm talking too fast. Um, that, that is maintenance as well. When you think of it, you're maintaining your insurance coverage. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm when I say maintenance in this particular um, conversation, I'm just talking about all around grasping the idea of your home as an asset and how you protect that asset like you would protect a bank account, like you would protect yep. gemstones or anything else that you invest in, but just keeping it at its highest value. And these are the things that you can do, um, you know, to, in order to do that. So one thing is I tell homeowners that they should always have a contingency plan because you have to have a plan in place in case you do have a financial um, disaster, right? If you have yep. an unexpected event that could affect your ability to pay your mortgage, you've got to have an emergency savings budget. You've got to have a plan. And this is something I talk you know, really seriously with about to young homeowners when they're buying a home. And you don't know how many times I've said, I'm so happy for you that you are approved for 400,000. That's amazing. That means you've done a good job of building your credit, that you've got a good job that you probably worked hard to get. But let's just say this. Do you need a house that's 400,000? Or could we shop for something that's 275, 300, 325? We don't necessarily have to spend everything that you can. And again, this is very um, market driven because during 2.65% interest. I'm like, oh, you're approved for 400. Well, we're spending every penny of it because we're going to get you locked in at this rate because it's only going to go up, up, up. And you're going to be, you know, do you hear what I'm saying? I do. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's, it's a different conversation each time, but we just want to make sure that you're going in and can afford it and have a plan. And now I, I've said this before, you know, people are like, yeah, we're going to have this plethora of, of foreclosures. Well, no, we're not because the average homeowner has $145,000 worth of equity in their home. So if it comes down to, we just simply can't afford this anymore. I lost my job or we have to relocate or whatever it is. Well, guess what? You're just going to sell it. Yeah. Because you have no problem finding buyers at this point. No problem finding buyers and you're not, it's not like the old days in 2008 where it's like, oh, you want to sell your house? Great. I hope you can come up with $52,000 to bring to the closing because that's where you're going to fall short. So those days are definitely behind us, guys. Thank goodness. Good. Thank I hope we never live that, go through that again. We have to take a break already, Robin. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I know. Okay. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, everyone. We're with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And the topic today has been maintaining your home as an asset, making sure to retain the value of that asset. So Yes, treat that home. Yeah. Tell me, what is my tagline, Andy? Treat that home like? 
The bank account you live in. Thank you. There you go. We're going to learn how to treat that home like the bank account that you live in. It won't fit on a bumper sticker. (laughs) Other than than, um, keeping a great relationship with your realtor, which hopefully your realtor will um, initiate that. If not, I'm sorry about that. But if it's me, I promise you, we will we will maintain a great relationship ongoing. And when things come up and you are troubleshooting, you will have me on speed dial and you'll call me and I'll advise you and I'll send people over that can help because we're in it for the long haul, guys. And the other person that you should maintain a great relationship with is your lender. So... Um, I don't know. I'm not trying to burn on Wells Fargo, but I heard now that they have no people in Rochester. So that's probably not where you want to get your mortgage. I think people are, are really key. It's crazy. And and so people are key. You want to have somebody that you can call and say, hey, where am I at? Um, have I got 20% equity yet? Can we get rid of my PMI? Um, have the interest rates dropped? Should we refinance now? Honestly, I'm going to be, if I'm working with you, I'm going to be watching those things and I'm going to be calling you up and saying, Hey, guess what? I just did a CMA. Looks like we've got 20% equity, even though you only put 5% down because we've increased in value in 15% over the last four years. So let's get in touch with whoever we bought the house, you know, got the loan through and get that PMI removed. Or um, guess what, guys? The interest rate has dropped by a full percent. You might want to look into refinancing. So we want to stay in touch with that, in touch with your lender so that you can stay on top of those important things, okay? Um, As far as me, of course, or any realtor that you're working with, stay in touch and have a relationship with that person. And then this one, now this little bullet point looks like I wrote it. It says, keep track of your assets. A home is not just a place to live in, but it's an asset that will appreciate over time. Yes, it is. And homeowners should regularly assess the value of their home. You know that little um, thing that you signed up for that I send out each month? The email, yeah. Yes. We send an automatic email telling you this is what's happened to the value of your home so that you are always aware of it because you know what's in your bank. You always check your savings account and your checking account. You know what's in your investment account. You should also know the home, the value of your home. So, and then the last thing I'm going to say about this is document everything. So as you make improvements to your home, write it down. So if you put a new roof on the house, keep the receipts and say, oh yeah, I know the last time I put a roof on, I put a roof on in... June of 2018. At that time, it was a such and such shingle and it cost us X number of dollars. Keep track of that stuff, guys. All right. So there you go. That's my lecture about making, treating your home as the bank account that you live in, treating it as the major asset that it is and protecting it. When you do an open house, is that one of the most frequent questions you get? When was the last time the roof was replaced? Oh, yeah. How old, how old is this roof? How old is this furnace? Yep. And boy, when I have those home sellers that are Johnny on the spot and they've got their little booklet with all their little dates and the names of the people who did the work. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And so do the buyers. The buyers see value in that and the house becomes more valuable to them because they realize that the person who owned it maintained it, kept track of things, took care of it. And that is worth something, guys. I still have receipts from the first carpet we put in. I have everything. (laughs) The carpet's long gone. (laughs) I actually remember my lender at the time of our 
of building this house, the, the lender gave me this really cool like folder thing and it was big. It had a lot of pockets in it. And I thought, what in the world will I ever fill this up with? But every time I've replaced an appliance in have, has gone the receipt. If we painted the wall, in has gone the receipt, but also the paint color. So we know what oh. paint colors are on what. I mean, I just keep really good records. And I, that is the best advice I can give you when it comes to maintaining that is keep those relationships with your realtor, with your lender, and keep your receipts, keep that house maintained, and you'll be really, really happy that you did. All right. All right, I'm done with that subject. So do you have any new listings we can talk about? Well, let's talk about them. I kind of already talked about Paul's house over there at 1541 9th Avenue Northeast. If you drive by, you'll see a steady stream of traffic going in and out of there today because, as I mentioned, hit the market. It was coming soon, hit the market for showings today at 259.9 with 14 showings scheduled. So I love um, that, that when you think about it with Paul, that house served him well all these years and now. And now he's he going to get a nice little profit. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. It did exactly what it was supposed to because he did what he was supposed to. So they're a perfect example. And I didn't even have that set up. So that was good. That was timely, timely, timely. All right. So then I mentioned uh, 1142 Southern Hills Lane Southwest. Hit the market, sold, boom, done. Can't even talk about that one. We had an <laughs> open house scheduled for today. Had to cancel it because we sold it yesterday. But that was good. Made for a happy seller. Oh, yeah. Also a happy buyer. Um, we do have a great listing up on um, 4th Street Southwest. So up on Eagles Ridge, Eagles Lane. What do you call that? Eagles, Eagles something. Right above 2nd Street, not far from the Country Club. Okay, gotcha. No, I know which. Yep. Just right up there. And that Those is. Those are beautiful it's, homes. It's, up Wim, there. it's Wimbledon Hills. That's the name of the neighborhood. Yep. Wimbledon Hills. But it's uh, the. There's Eagle Lane up there and you know, just some different Eagle names. Anyway, this one happens to be on the main street that goes through, which is 4th Street. So it's 2918 4th Street Southwest. It is a beautiful home. It's 4,160 square feet, finished square feet. It has six bedrooms and five baths. It has a three-car garage. And it is um, 754,900. Beautiful so, area up there. And I think, and I believe there is an open house there today on that one. So yeah, that's really nice. What's so nice because especially if it's people who want to have quick access to Mayo Clinic, they can be there in minutes. Like literally oh, yeah. you're, you can be in the St. Mary's if emergency you, room in probably three minutes. Yeah. You go down the hill, take it right and you're there. And they're there, there. Yep. And then we have one at uh, another new listing and this one is, coming soon but it will be open for showings oh no actually it's also open for showings today Today oh great the day yep so first day that it's available to be shown it is 1538 redwood lane southwest and it's five hundred and ninety thousand. it was built in 2004 it's a big two-story 3680 square feet five beds three baths three car garage and redwood lane is up on top there, um, when you're, like if you're heading out to Hart Farms on 11th, you take that first left and you go up that winding yep. hill. Yeah, and it's up, there's a big park up there. It is um, Ponderosa Drive that you take up. And it's really nice, it's really nice. And it's short, 
short distance to like Bamber Valley School and oh yeah, like, it's a, and the woods are so beautiful up in that area. It's, yeah, it's really private. You get up there and you feel like yeah. you're just away from everything. But so that one is available as of today. And then I have, uh, oh, never mind. This one sold too. I had a, ta- <laughs> a townhome at three zero three three twenty fifth Street, but um, that's the west. That's the that theme one, today. Oh, it's already yeah. been sold. Two thirty four nine. It's gone. Sorry. So that's what I have. But I have some more coming, and okay. I have some more listing appointments next week. So um, working on some good stuff that's coming. So I will have at least four to tell you about next week. Excellent. So if you have a home for sale, like Paul, yeah, and uh, or you have questions about how to maintain your asset the right way, how do they get a hold of you, Robin? You know what? I am happy to answer any questions, whether you want to buy a house, sell a house, or just have a question about the house you're in, regardless if I sold it to you or not. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. My cell phone is always your best bet, and that number is 507-259-4926. And you can look us up online, of course, at com. Excellent. And you and everybody else enjoy some sunshine for a little while here. You do the same. Okay. Thanks a lot, Robin. Robin Gualdi, Gualdi Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. This program has been paid for by the Gualdi.